Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Eleven to one. Monday motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. Now, after spending years toiling away in accountancy in London, my next guest decided that life was too short to be spent doing something you didn't really love. So he decided to follow his heart and do something he was really passionate about. Always feeling uncomfortable buying dolls that were an unrealistic representation of the female form for his young nieces, he decided to fill a gap in the market and create a wholesome doll. And so the ever popular Lottie doll was born. Now, like all good businesses, the company was born at a kitchen table and first a kitchen Kate Middleton doll was created which was extremely successful and the demand for this doll grew. Now they operate from a busy headquarters in Donegal and Lottie is going from strength to strength. The Lottie and Finn dolls and accessories are stocked in more than 500 stores across Ireland and the UK. There's also a series of books based on the characters and the company has won numerous international awards. I'm delighted to have one half of the company, I suppose the man behind this, Ian Harkin Managing Director of Lottie Dolls is with us from Monday Motivation. How you doing Ian? Very good thank you very much yeah. Now not many people would have the guts to leave a fairly lucrative career in business which you had in London you took massive risks in order to be where you are today didn't you? Yeah well I guess um, it was something that I'd always wanted to do you know as a kid and uh, to to run my own business and um, I guess uh, when the opportunity arose well it wasn't I suppose one of those things that happened to you in life, uh, um, I had a, a little bit of a personal tragedy, I suppose. I, I'd um, been engaged to a girl in London and she sadly passed away from cancer. And I took some time out from work and mm. um, I decided then that I would um, yeah, get into the doll business. So um, uh, we, I spent about 18 months researching it while we were doing the Kate Middleton doll. Um, I partnered up with a girl called Lucy in London and we uh, came across an article uh, by a lady by the name of uh, Dr. Margaret Ashwell and she had written an article in the Times um, that was, um, she'd done research where she had uh, taken a group of girls and she gave them certain fashion dolls that were on the market and then uh, did a test with uh, a control test with some other dolls that weren't as um, adult focused I suppose uh, in terms of their body shape and dimensions and um, she discovered that they were the kids that were playing with those fashion dolls were they were developing body image issues and um, 
we she then put us in touch with a lot of other child development experts from uh, nutritionists to um, play experts and um, body image obviously and uh, we took over 100 different actionable points from all of that research that we built into Lottie Dolls. Um, I suppose the biggest single thing that we did was that we based Lottie on a child. Mm. So immediately we were able to get around, you know, the adult body shape and the adult activities and the clothes that adults would wear. So everything's focused on, you know, childhood. And um, yeah, so we, we, we launched her in August 2012. And uh, at that stage, um, we were we were looking at you know um, because we'd listened to what kids wanted, and kids wanted a smaller doll, and it was more uh, focused on childhood and themselves, and they were able to see themselves in the doll in terms of re- relatability. Um, we uh, was when we meet, met the retailers. The retailers were saying, no, it needs to be exactly the same as everything else that's out on the market. We don't like change we don't like differences we like the same and um, which is tried and trusted and just innovate a little bit on it so we went against their wishes and um we struggled a little bit at the beginning trying to sell it into mm. specifically some of the bigger retailers and some of the you know the chain retailers yeah um because our doll is a little bit smaller and we also from listening to kids they wanted a lot more of attention to detail they love uh, you know, in the inner linings of products and uh, buttons and stitching detail and things like that. So our products are quite tactile. We have a premium hair on the doll um, and she's very portable, easy to carry around. So, but when we started to, you know, sell those into retailers, they were going, look, it's a little bit smaller and it's a bit more expensive. It's going to be quite difficult to sell it against brands that have been out there for 60 years. So we focused initially on selling it in online and also with independent retailers. And because we have so much of a brand story behind and the research that we've done, independent retailers did extremely well with it. Um, you know, they're always looking for a product that maybe isn't on sale in yeah. bigger stores. Um, and when you know parents and kids come into story in, into store. They've got a lot to talk about in terms of the product itself. So it worked out really well with us. Um, we yeah. then decided to grow it. And um, it was either get outside investment, you know, from investors. Mm. Um, and I had been in a business prior to this where we did go that route. And we got out external investors. And my role from a finance perspective became very, I suppose, boring in a way because you ended up dealing with investors an awful lot um, and whereas the part that I enjoy is the creative side the sales and marketing of the product and developing of a brand so this time out um, myself and Lucy decided that we would invest in it ourselves at that point then um, I decided to sell my house and we moved the business to Ireland and I also bought out Lucy at that time as well because she she just had a, a um she just wasn't prepared to take some of the risk yeah. that was involved in that, yeah. 
So you did, so like you're, you're giving me, I suppose, a whistle stop tour through the journey as such. I mean, there's a lot going on there. First of all, um, I, commi- I had no idea that it was a tragedy that spurred mm-hmm. you into this. And I suppose in a lot of ways, um, that's quite interesting because it does kind of bring you back to, I suppose, mortality and your own life. And, you know, am I really happy here? So that's kind of the motivation behind why why you started it as well. But, you know, I'm, I'm loving all the, the, the different insights into, you know, the fact that this doll is um, so so different and this is what's wonderful about the Lottie doll she is very very different she's very inclusive she celebrates difference and she celebrates diversity and what I love as well about the company and Lottie's motto is be bold be brave be you and that is a really great summary of you as well Ian Harkin Oh thank you (laughs) yeah um, yeah the diversity thing is um it's something that big commercial companies they uh, historically have stayed away from because you know when you look at it, a lot of the numbers don't stack up in terms of uh, before you bring it all to market, you've got uh, you've got all the research side of it, you've got um, the sampling side of it, the tooling side of it, um, and then you know you've got to you know place orders in China and, and in volume as well and. Historically, um, the sell-through rates on some of the diverse dolls have been quite difficult. Um, so, we, when I was faced with that, um, to me, it didn't. I didn't really look at it from a commercial perspective. Um, I looked at it from what I felt was right, and um, but also, we, we, you know, we try to m- minimise the risk a little bit as well. Um, one of the beauties of you know, working with independent retailers is that they love that differences. They love um, that there is something to talk about with the doll. Mm. Um, and also online as well. Online allows you to communicate a lot more of the story uh, behind why you actually developed that doll, which if you're walking down the aisle on a large, you know, big box store, it's very difficult to differentiate one product to the other or why, what makes it different or why, you know, um, might might be a little bit more expensive or, you know, why it's a little bit different. Whereas and why it's all pink, Ian, as well, let's be yeah, honest, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm getting a good few messages here. Uh, a lot of people that are saying, um, supporting Lottie Dolls and loving them. And one message that's kind of struck me, and I think uh, this definitely is a feeling I have as well. Uh, somebody messaged on Facebook saying, we have a 25-year-old daughter who wishes that Lottie Dolls were around when she was a kid. That is for sure. As a person that um, grew up with Barbie and Cindy and all of her... Uh, I suppose, body that didn't reflect mine. I can definitely uh, appreciate Lottie. And myself and uh, as well as as me, you've got some very famous people that um, love Lottie, particularly the royal family, uh, specifically Prince Charles, who gave his stamp of approval in the early days as well. Yeah, well, I suppose we started out with a Kate Middleton doll and we were trying to figure out, you know, how to, the name of the brand and... um, we went through uh, William's family tree and we were trying to guess what they were going to call their first kids. And the first, the only name that hadn't been taken uh, by any of um, William's first cousins was uh, Charlotte, Queen Charlotte. So we, um, because William and Kate both use an abbreviated name of their own name, like Will and, and well, she's Catherine and she calls herself Kate. So yeah. we abbreviated uh, Charlotte down to Lottie and 
we were able to trademark it worldwide and buy the domain name. So we went ahead with that. Um, uh, Lucy actually even put a bet on that um, that the first child was going to be called uh, Lottie, but it ended up being a boy. So, But we got the second one right. You got the second one right. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. And, you know, we're talking about diversity and we have to mention this because you created the Sinead doll recently, which was made to celebrate an amazing woman who hails from County Meath. Isn't that right? She is, yeah. Oh, Sinead's absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I think um, everybody that's seen her on the Late Late Show yeah. last weekend will be, you know, um, they'll, they'll realise, you know, what we've been talking about for so long. She is an absolutely amazing person. Um, Sinead approached me a couple of years ago about doing the doll and um, we we presented the idea then back to um, she holds an annual convention in, in Athlone each year um, for the little people of Ireland. And um, myself and my wife and, and kids went down there last year to it. And that in itself, you know, attending the, the conference, it really opened my eye, you know, to, mm. to to the power of what we're doing as well. I mean, when you meet a single person who is disabled, um I suppose it, it, it opens your eyes a little bit, but when you see a, a large amount of people with those um, challenges, you really do understand, you, you get a, a deeper level of understanding of, you know, the immediacy of, of you know, that you need to actually do something now uh, because every day, you know, and, and it's not just people, uh, small people, it's people with hearing difficulties, mm-hmm people with autism or, or the, the different um, minorities that are out there that um, if you're able to develop something that they can, you know, see themselves in, um, it has, it can have a huge impact. And it just, it starts a conversation, it starts a narrative and it educates people about, you know, um, differences. And in particular with kids, it reduces the chances of uh, bullying. Um, there, there's a child psychologist in the UK that we've worked with, you know, and she's been using Lottie uh, to prove a lot of it, but she's discovered that by playing with dolls, with differences, it develops empathy in kids at a very young age and they're less likely to bully other kids uh, later in life. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's amazing. That can only be a positive thing. Now, you know, th- this is Monday Motivation and, you know, you definitely have it in spades, that's for sure. But what was the biggest challenge, either professional or personal, that you had to face and what did you learn from yourself after going through it? Yeah, I suppose um, whenever we started the business, we were working in London and, you know, we were we were looking out for those investors. Um, and when it came to the point of, of selling the house, I wanted to, uh, Donegal, where I'm from, um, we have, or probably still have, one of the highest unemployment uh, levels in, in Ireland. Now, we've, in the last um, six, seven years, it's improved significantly. Uh, but back then, the unemployment level was around 24% in Donegal. And what I wanted to do was uh, bring the company back to Donegal, you know, really started, you know, hire our first employee in Donegal and um, show people that you can uh, service a worldwide market from what is a remote location. Um, a lot of people were telling me, you know, you need to do it in London. You need to do it. if you're not doing it in London, then go to Dublin because you might get the skills, you might get the um, 
you know, all of the tools that you need to, mm. to, to build a business. But, um, yeah, it was great, great to be able to prove people wrong. And, <laughs> um, yeah, we're still up here in Donegal seven or eight years later. I love that. I love that. And you're doing so much up there for people in the area, that is for sure. What is the best piece of advice that you've been given that you live by? Um, I suppose um, one of the things that I learned at the very beginning was um, uh, not having to listen to what everybody else says, but actually trust your own opinion. Um, We've gone against the grain I suppose in a lot of the decisions that we've made um, and um, yeah I suppose you sleep better at night uh, because you feel you've made a decision that you know that you wanted to make um, it may not have been the quickest way to um, get us to where we'd like to go um, but um, yeah it's trust your own gut instinct Trust your own instincts, absolutely. And, you know, if there's people listening today who have a dream like you did to do something they're passionate about, but they might be afraid to make that leap, how would you encourage them to to make the leap anyway? Yeah, well, as you said in in the question itself, it's be passionate about what what it is that you want to do. Um, If you you have that desire to, you know, start your own business, then whatever it is that you're doing, believe in it and, um, you know, you know, bounce it off as many people as you possibly can before you start. There's a lot of people who have done something similar. It may not have been in the same industry or the same category, but you'll find that most people that have started businesses, they're more than willing to uh, take, you know, a 10-minute or 15-minute coffee break or a, a phone call or an email or whatever to help you along your way. Learn from others, I suppose, is, is what I'm saying. Um, you know, if you can learn from other people's mistakes, then you'll get to your goal quicker. Brilliant. Ian, look, great, great advice. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out today. I know you are extremely busy coming up for Christmas time. Yeah. There's a lot of people getting in touch with us. I'd be here all day reading out some of the messages that are coming in uh, for you about the Lottie dolls. Just one of them here that uh, I want to mention. Granddaughter absolutely loves these dolls. Uh, playing with them so, gets so much fun. Best presents ever. And looking forward to Santi bringing more. Uh, no doubt she, you, Santi has a big order, I'm sure, in for Lottie dolls this year. Brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. And we wish you all the very, very best for the future. Thank you again. Take care. That's Ian Harkin there. What a wonderful story. Great man. And I love the, I love Lottie's logo and her, her, her message. Be bold, be brave, be you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.